is love. My grandmother says love cools, leaving nothing but a burnt-out pot that others must clean. Perhaps Bet will be happy then with her husband, who cares more for hawking and hunting than for the joys of a new bride. The house beneath us began to stir. It was Sunday, so there would be no morning prayers since we go to church. The servants were already stowing away the pallets they had slept on in the great hall and lighting the fire before all must leave for worship. Soon the whole house would be busy. Sometimes, I think with fifty servants, not to mention we five, and passing guests who must be given a bed, there is no nook or cranny in my grandfather's house where it is possible to be alone. Even in bed. As I thought of Bet's marriage, I wondered for a moment what it would be like to climb beneath the covers with a man whose eyes were afire not with thoughts of dowries or of marriage negotiations, but with love and desire, and I felt suddenly stirred. Across the pillow, Bet looked at me. What a strange smile, Anne. As if you had tasted a ripe peach from our grandfather's hothouse and the juice was running down your chin. I laughed in shyness at the accuracy of her words. What will I do when you have left me, Bet? Well, you will come often to Camois Court and visit me. It is not so far away. Half a day's ride, no more, on your sturdy old cob. Half a day? Well, that sounds like half an eternity. I pulled back the curtains of the bed, our private world, and sunlight streamed into the big, cold room. We are fortunate, I know, to have our own chamber. Sometimes, when the house is full, five or six must be accommodated here, often sharing a bed with a stranger, the visiting servants a bed in the passageways, or sleeping on truckles with their master or mistress. The old manor house of Losley, near Guildford in the county of Surrey, was built by my great-grandfather, Sir Christopher Moore, and my grandfather inherited it. My grandfather might have gone on dwelling there, since it was a solid old house, if somewhat lacking in luxuries, but Queen Elizabeth objected. He needed a fine new house, she told him, so that she might come and stay with him on one of her summer progresses. Queen Elizabeth's subjects did not need to be told her wishes twice. So my grandfather, Sir William Moore, built a fine new house using the stone from nearby Waverley Abbey, a Cistercian monastery before the dissolution. Being a careful man, he supervised the building himself at cost of 1,640, 19 shillings and 7 pence, and still has the account books to prove it. Yet I think my grandfather regretted his largesse when the Queen and all her retinue of servants and courtiers, 300 in all, with more than a hundred cartloads of belongings, even with their own hangings and furniture lest ours was not good enough, came to stay three times more. Some gentlemen, I have heard tell, were made bankrupt by the Queen's visits, with all the food and fine wine her followers insisted upon, and the masks that had to be performed, the musicians provided, and all at the host's own expense. And each time she came, the Queen insisted my grandfather remove us, his family, to another place and lay straw along the road so that her coach would not jolt her uncomfortably. He must needs take with him, she commanded, any female servant, since she liked not the whiny voices of women. Even when my grandfather pleaded illness, the Queen ignored him and moved in anyway, telling him that Losley must be left cleaner than the last time. The house, long and wide, with many great chimneys, is faced with twenty-two loads of stone that have been quarried in nearby Guildford, then cut in half, and has pillars built of rock from Hascombe Hill. It has three storeys, the lowest of which houses the Great Hall, with drawing chamber and my grandfather's library, as well as kitchens, pantries and scullery. 
Above are the bedchambers, looking out over rolling pasture, and on the highest floor are quarters for the servants and less important guests. It is a plain house compared to some newer, showier mansions, more glass than wall, built by rich new men who have prospered under the Queen, but my grandfather says it has a quiet and distinguished air as befits a gentleman's abode. As my grandmother reminds us often, we are privileged to live in a house with fine furniture, warm wainscoting on the walls, which has been carved by master carvers, and rich tapestries to keep the wind from whistling through any cracks in the stonework. Loseley has a great green parkland all round it, with deer nibbling at the grass, when they are not the quarry of my brother Robert's hunting, and a kitchen garden behind leading back to a moat and stew pond where fish are kept for the table. There is even said to be a secret passage to the cellars which we all hunted for as children, yet never found. Bet and I dressed hurriedly, helping each other to lace up our stomachers and to tie our sleeves to our gowns, glad they were made of the fine wool of England. Prudence.